You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Until we're on. Get, get on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Hello and welcome to the show. Uh, it is Jason Matthews and Scott Sattler here tonight for Sports Day. Big news on the horizon. Gary Belcher back tomorrow night after a, a three-week holiday in Indonesia. Hello, Scotty Sattler. Hello, Woogie. Hello, listeners at all, uh, also. Um, I've got to say, I'm always a little bit sceptical about T20, but I'm enjoying the World Cup. Really am. But rugby league's still going. What's are you confused? I know. I'm, you... I'm contradicting myself, to be quite honest, because yep. there is still some rugby. Correct me if I'm right. And I, uh, I'm loving the World Cup. I know there's a lot of people that believe that the score lines um, don't well, the do rugby a lot for league the, game, World Cup, the rugby yep. league World Cup. But do you know what? If you tune in to watch even five minutes of a game that you would never watched before, it means the World Cup is is popular. Yep, uh, that's what you think. Uh, 84 nil says probably a little bit otherwise. Well, great tries by Australia, though. Anyway, we've moved on from that. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, uh, SCN. Actually, through the Super Radio Network, uh, our listeners in Lismore, again, like, you've had enough, haven't you? Like, all this weather, I hope you're, you're safe and you're dry in Lismore. I forgot to mention it last night, so that's with mm. all the rain and all the flooding going on. Special hello to our listeners affected by that. Uh, our SCN listeners, of course, 1170 SCN in Sydney, 1620 AM on the Goldie, SCNQ 693 AM in Brisbane. Got to say, that's my favourite. Uh, SCN can't 13. Can't say that. Why? You just can't. No, it's my favourite. Uh, SCN 1323 in Canberra, also via the SCN app. Jeez, I've got my mates telling me now on a daily basis, going, how good is this SCN app? Everything's there. Mm-hmm. I go, yep, certainly is. Make sure you download that wherever you get your um, yeah, downloads from, whether it's Google Play or iTunes. Is it iTunes Store? Yes. I don't have an Apple phone, so I don't know. Uh, the other thing, too, a podcast of tonight's show will be available straight after the show. And hello to you if you're listening to it. Get that from wherever you get your podcast from. What a day in Australian cricket. Not only do we take on Sri Lanka tonight's sats, but Timmy Payne has gone bang. It's huge. Uh, with the release of his autobiography called The Price Paid, and he has paid a huge price uh, in in his professional life. Now, what happened with him from a moral standard, no one agrees with, and that's for him and his wife to have always tried to sort out. But uh, with the release of his autobiography, we've been reading extracts. Released today, I'm led to believe. Yep. Reading extracts uh, from that book throughout the day, and I've got to say, it's it's something I'm really looking forward to 
to reading. Um, the former Test captain, he talks about his resignation as captain. He felt as though Cricket Australia had a, a gun to his head. After a strange medium with, medium with a, an outside consultant that was what? hired by Cricket Australia. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. We see, um, whether it's sport, whether it's business, you get independent outside advice to come in and do, whether it's a, a risk assessment, uh, any sort of crisis management, whatever it may be. So there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I suppose, and for the listeners that don't know anything about this and are just tuning in uh, in relation to this, uh, this book, it's some of the... Some of the claims that he's making about a phone link up with this consultant and Nick Hockley, the the Cricket Australia's CEO. Yeah, the boss, yeah. So the hired public relations firm who had apparently given advice to the cricket board cricket Australia's board previously. And he was the one that was more or less told for Tim Payne or told Tim Payne or gave him the advice that he needs to step down. Now, this didn't the come consultant from, did. Yes, this didn't allegedly didn't come from Nick Hockley, the CEO. It came from the consultant. Now, if you go in and do a full review or a full report, you hand the report over to the CEO and the board, and then you step back. You are not the one that actually fires mm. the gun. Mm. Uh, so if this is true, it's it's pretty disappointing from Cricket Australia if this is the way that it played out. Uh, he is the or he was the Australian Test cricket captain. A very very Important role and and always been revered, hasn't it? Always, um, and to be told by a consultant that <laughs> you better resign. Actually, um, we've got a bit of audio now. To be clear, just before, what? yeah. To be clear, the um, the affair that he had with a a cricket Tasmania employee that was before he was Australian well, the text, captain. The, the test, me- well, the test inappropriate messages going yeah. between the two, right? So. That was handled, and that was before he was named as test. It was actually before Correct. he was named as an Australian player. He was cleared by Cricket Australia Sats. Yes. He was cleared by so Cricket Australia. just to make Australia. that clear. And then then after that, he, he becomes the test captain in, in South Africa uh, after, obviously, the probably the darkest day in Australian cricket history. And um, they already knew that this had gone on, and he was cleared by an internal investigation. So to make him captain, fourth test and that tour to South Africa, more or less says that Cricket Australia are happy with the progression that Tim Payne is making as a player and as a leader. Well, you would think so. Yeah, absolutely. You would think so, but it's because the newspaper had been sitting on the story for for a long period of time, I think about 18 months, mm. and they said, look, we're going to release it. Then Cricket Australia, again, did this, uh, had this consultant so during, come in. So during this, during this meeting with the consultant, Nick Hockley from the CEO, um, Tim Payne is claiming that he actually asked... Nick Hockley, the CEO of Cricket Australia, is this what you want? Are you do well, you want yes. me to stand down as well? Yes, that's right. And there was a little bit of interference, I think, on Nick uh, Hockley's. Have you got the audio? Well, I can't play the original audio uh, because it would be a breach of copyright. Okay, but yep. Here on Sports Day, we do we have seen it, we've heard it, and this is an exclusive. You won't hear this. So this is anywhere. Nick Hockley's response. Yeah, this. Okay. So we're reenacting. I'll be. I'll be Tim Payne, you okay, mean Nick gotcha, Hockley, yep, okay? Gotcha. And the consultant is Jack. He yep. doesn't do anything. He's just sitting over there, yeah. right? Gets paid a lot of money. Mm. So this is how it went down. Uh, so, Nick, do you want me to resign? Sorry. Nick? Hello? My connections. Hello? Nick? Hello? Nick, how are you there, Nick? Nick? That's a bad noise, isn't it? Remember that? We had to live by that. Um, I... I, what was interesting also reading some of these extracts uh, from the book is that uh, not only about the resignation as well, but uh, he talks about 
when he did take over as skipper, and of course that sandpaper game in 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 South Africa, where he claims that in the fourth test at the non-striking end, he looked up at the screen. This is. This is, can I just do this? Come on, that's ridiculous. He looked up at the screen and saw yep. a, a South African player really working over the ball. Yep. And as soon as he looked up at the screen, all of a sudden it disappeared. Picking the seam yeah. from the ball. All of a sudden it's it alleged. disappeared off the big screen. Yep. They complained to the umpires. Mm-hmm. And to this day, for some reason, allegedly, the footage has never been able to be found. Now, what? Uh, Faftu Plessy, who has also got his own book coming out, has got his own book coming out, claims the Aussies were ball tampering for a while and they actually started spying on them when they were batting and also while they were um, off the field as well. And I, I don't know. Is the same director that hmm. was in charge of the broadcast no, that found Cameron Bancroft with half a roll of sandpaper down his shorts, <laughs> but his that, pants. But that, but that would explain why they were narrowing in hmm. on footage perhaps. Interesting. Interesting indeed. I, but it is. It's, it's going to be an, an amazing read, and I can't wait to read it. And at 37 years of age now, Tim Payne, he, he's probably resigned to the fact he's never going to play for Australia again. Um, and after this, he definitely wouldn't. But in saying that, can I ask you, Jace, and listeners, 0457 736 736, if Tim Payne was – if that didn't happen, he wasn't asked to resign and – it was just just business as usual. Mm. Would he still be the captain of Australia? Test captain today? Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. I reckon he would have hung up the gloves after the Ashes next, next year, year in England. And he was a good captain. I mean, he made some mistakes getting into some verbal altercations with the Indians. The Indians got better of him when they won that Test Series out here. A couple of summers ago, but he, I have no doubt. And and the thing is on this, and th- these are all little bits and pieces we heard during when it was all going down. Yeah. But the thing, thing about this, you, you, if Cricket Australia got a short memory, the stuff that Tim Payne and Justin Langer did for cricket in this country, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, but the stuff that they've done for Cricket Australia and, and for bringing the fans back into it, does that not matter? You, you get fired by a consultant. A faceless consultant, like mm. it's, I don't know. It's embarrassing. I've got to say, well, it's, it it's embarrassing for, for the the national body. And if this one if of the, our most celebrated sports, in and the if country. this is all true, Sats, and that if that's how they choose to do it, then that's up to them. It's their business. Mm. It's their business. But he he's not an account manager who's selling toasters. He's the bloody Australian cricket captain. And you deserve a little bit more respect, right? Particularly after it's been alleged that he was cleared. By well, if he's been cleared, I mean, if it's it's you know they've they've reacted based on the story that was <laughs> that was finally released after after a certain publication holding onto it for a certain amount of time, and that's talking about the the texting with the Tasmanian cricket employee. I mean, that was apparently sat on for many many months mm. by a publication. It wasn't it wasn't until it was released that. Cricket Australia fellas, though they need to need to act now. They they probably need a, from a crisis management point of view. They should have had a strategy in place well before that, and obviously they didn't. They panicked and reacted yep. the wrong way. Ian Healy coming up on the show shortly. He'll preview tonight's T uh, Twenty crucial T Twenty game against Sri Lanka in Perth. Uh, Ten o'clock that game starts Australian 
Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, for those of our listeners in Queensland. That's in Perth? Yeah, is that yeah, what you said? So, yeah, so 9 o'clock Queensland time. Mm. Uh, so we'll have a chat to him about that. Also, uh, Tim Payne. There are other allegations that are coming out of this book too that uh, Warner's still being punished um, about wanting pay rises, being one of the outspoken players towards a new pay deal for the cricketers. That's There's some stuff in the book around that I've seen today as well. Well, so, during that... Uh, he also says that the three players, Bancroft, Smith and Warner, were just left to left to hang out to dry. And it shouldn't have been that shouldn't have been that way. Well, I think we all agree that compared to other circumstances around the country, that it was it was a little bit steep, a little bit rich the the sanctions. Mm. But do we need to draw a line in the sand as a country? Don't worry about world cricket, but just as a country, because cricket means so much to Australians through summer, do we need to drill that line in the sand and say, Hey, it's never gonna happen under our watch? Maybe maybe it was the right decision. Not quite sure. But this book is going to be interesting reading. I just looked it up online too before coming on uh, the show. You can pick it up for twenty five fifty uh, through Booktopia. I've just seen. So Will it be sitting alongside Kangaroo Confidential by Gary Belcher, 1990? Tell you what, that's an explosive book, isn't it? Yep. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Would... If um, knowing all those facts that you know from – well, this is Tim Payne's side of the story too, by the way. But would you still like no, – would you still support Tim Payne as a skipper right now? Would you still have him as your skipper of the Australian Test Do you expect C- Cricket Australia, Woogie, to make a statement or do you think they'll let this – just let this fly off into the ether? I don't think you can. There's some, there's some damning claims. Excuse me. There's some damning claims in this book and – I don't know if you can, mate. I, I, I don't know. Mm. I haven't seen anything from Cricket Australia this afternoon. So, anyway, interesting uh, indeed. Uh, Steve from Dubbo is on the text. 0457 736 736. Evening, fellas. Yous need to get rid of that NFL segment and create a book club segment instead. Steve, we have one bad segment. Oh, actually, probably more than that. It's Fun Fact Thursday. <laughs> okay, two bad segments. You can have a go at Badge officially when he comes back. Oh, you want to bring it back? What's he back Wednesday? He's actually to... reading. Steve's actually reading my dad's book, Glory, he? Glory. Nice. He says one thing that quietly amused me was your dad's describing how he used to cut a rug on the dance floor. I like that. Haven't heard that saying for a long time. Words only a gentleman would speak. I've never seen my dad dance, ever. Yeah, nice. Mm. Not even in any of the pubs. Never. Tuesday, true or false? Uh, is it Tuesday? Yeah, it is. Tuesday, yes. true or false is up tonight as well. It's where we ask each other a question and we've got to give an answer, true or false. If you want to throw some at us, by all means, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Got an example of one tonight, Sats? True or false, Steve Smith should be named in tonight's side against Sri Lanka. True. Based on, just got to give him time, or do you think he should be there? Well, the he blokes, deserves to be there. The blokes there at the moment aren't getting the job done. I'm going to ask Ian Healy what side of the fence he sits on. It's interesting. Wait till you hear Hills' thoughts on on Finch's role tonight. I actually think Finch should play an anchor role, but Hills has other ideas around Finch's Finch's role tonight. But he also thinks Smith should be in the side. I don't know who at the expense of. Uh, Heels will be joining us uh, very soon. Uh, what else do we want to have a chat about uh, tonight? Oh, there's heaps. There's heaps of stuff going on. Hey, right. we're going to talk a little bit later on about how the World Club Challenge may return, mm. uh, which has been out for two years as well. 
Um, Before we go to a break, though, World Cup uh, results overnight in the Rugby League. Tonga. Better yep. brave Wales side, 32 points to six. And great news for Tongan fans. Jason Taumalolo is due back in the clash with the Cook Islands. Now, tomorrow morning, 4.30, 5.30, wherever you are uh, watching on KO, PNG play Cook Islands tomorrow morning. And the PNG and Tonga game was a great game to watch. I think this will be, again, I think this will be one of the games of the tournament. Hey, just on the subject of cricket too, uh, some ratings uh, came out uh, during the week as well, uh, yesterday. You know, th- for KO and Fox Sports, mm-hmm. smashed their previous T20 records, 391,000 uh, tuned in to watch the Australian-New Zealand game on Saturday night. There was, uh, sorry, 397. There was 6,000 less for uh, Australia-Pakistan. But those... Less. Yeah, but Australia, that's in Australia. Uh, for, sorry, India, for Pakistan, pa- India-Pakistan. I mean, globally. Globally, it was... 250 million? Million. <laughs> wow. Now, that doesn't take into account also, Jace. I went to the Sporting Globe on Saturday night to watch it, and that would have had three or 400 people in there. That doesn't count those people, does it? No. Mm. Did you have a nourish bowl again? Nourish bowl with grilled chicken. Um, were your uh, in-laws embarrassed that you ordered a nourish bowl? No. While Beck was probably chewing on a T-bone steak. <laughs> That would have been true as well. Yeah. yeah. Are they embarrassed? No, they're not. This is your father-in-law who likes to get on the spiced rum at 10 in the morning. He also has an all-day <laughs> breakfast every meal. So Does he? Yeah. Does he have um, Does he have a steak with his all-day breakfast? Have you ever had – like back in the old days, you used to go to the pub, particularly in Tassie, and you'd get one of those mixed grills. Yeah, a little chop. Oh, I, need, oh, I, get, oh, I used to get a T-bone. Mm. Sausages, bacon. Oh, oh, God, I'm hungry now. We better go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Key. When we come back, Ian Healy, who's actually at the WBBL in Brisbane at Allen Border Field as we speak. He'll be joining us on the show next here on Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Badge back tomorrow night. Want to get involved. Lots of people want to have their say on Tim Payne. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. This man is making his way out to Allen Borderfield because... Uh, the WBBL's on tonight in the Brisbane Heat, where we're trying to work out your job again at the Brisbane Heat. Uh, Ian Healy, welcome to Sports Day. Are you the chairman? Yes, I am. Yes, yes. So uh, I'm just stuck in a little bit of traffic. I've missed the uh, start of the game, but that's okay. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get there in about five minutes' time. Can you just clear up an argument between Sats and I off the air? Uh, the Josh Inglis injury... Now, the rules of the World Cup, it's meant to be a like-for-like replacement. Is that is that correct? No, it's not. It mustn't be. Um, <laughs> we, we all had thought that was a quoted what? rule, but it uh, doesn't seem to be. Um, it could be any sort of replacement pre-last Saturday or the Saturday, whatever the Saturday cutoff was, uh, we thought. But after that Saturday, it had to be like-for-like, but it didn't have to be. So, so no, that's not. Uh, it mustn't be a rule. 
Okay. So one nil to me. Well, no, it's it's a bit of it's a draw. <laughs> it's a draw. Thanks, Hills, for for your support there. That's hey, great. Hills. Uh, what are you making no, of right. the extracts that have come out of uh, Tim Payne's recently released book today? Oh, he's pretty bitter, isn't he? Um, he's he's held that well until this book is now out. He he hasn't let on uh, to many, if any, uh, of that bitterness and who let him down and what he felt about that. Um, it just felt like he was left out to dry when he was doing his press conference resigning from the Australian captaincy. Justin Langer told him, mate, you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to resign at all, let alone, uh, you, you know, drop the captaincy. Um, because there was an investigation, there was an inquiry into your behaviour three years ago, and you were cleared. It, you were cleared of uh, no, no harassment whatsoever. Uh, and uh, I've just, I've just had to tell the parking attendant I'll go over here and stop talking for a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, so Langer was telling him, you don't have to do anything. He wasn't feeling it from Cricket Australia, and he felt that they that they were going to push him anyway. So he, he gave it a miss without any support on the desk in the press conference. So that wasn't a great look and feel for me. What about the weird the weirdness uh, with the consultant being involved, Heels? For us who don't understand uh, cricket at that level, is it normal for a senior player and an Australian test captain to be yeah, encouraged by a consultant to stand down? Oh, well, I wouldn't have thought so. On, on our show this morning, we had a, a a consultant talk about this and he sort of said, yeah, they might use a consultant just to confirm that the decision might be okay. But then Tim Payne's comments were, in the meetings, the consultant was taking the number one role, not the CEO of Cricket Australia. And that's what really peeved him too. This bloke he didn't even know. I, I, I'm just assuming it was a bloke. It might have been a lady. Uh, was running the show and Cricket Australia were just standing by letting it happen. So that annoyed him a lot as well. So um, I don't know what's normal, but that doesn't feel normal to me. If that's true, I mean, Nick Hockley, the CEO of Cricket Australia, um, does it disappoint you if that's if that's the case, Heels, if uh, the CEO is allowed a third party to to be that involved in, in the end decision? Oh, I think it's disappointing, yeah, because I think that fellow called Tim Payne deserved a bit better than that. Uh, yeah, the behaviour, and as as he said right up front in his book, the behaviour was shabby and not good enough, and he took full responsibility for it. Um, but but uh, the job he'd done in three to four years, pulling Australia back together, the culture of the team back together, uh, the, you know, the perception of the public back together, he probably deserved better than that. So, yeah, d- disappointing. Um, but Nick Hockley's done plenty of good. So so th- this time, not so good. Now, we've got a few texts here, people that are weighing in on, on what we're talking about with Tim Bain, paying the release of his book. And Black Stump Eel, we'll get to his text a little bit later on, but he m- more or less says, yeah, I still believe that, uh, that Tim Payne would be captain. Do you think he'd still be captain today, Tim Payne, at 37, leading into an Ashes next year if, if all this didn't play out the way that it played out? No, I think he might have retired. I think he was going to play that Ashes uh, last summer and retire at the end of that. So, and you know, that's part of the strategy for releasing what these these uh, headlines, I'm sure, um, that they, they got it out just in time. They'd been sitting on it for some time and released it on the eve of the Ashes. So um, that that's what happens. Uh, and I think that was going to be his last summer. He was tiring of the role and... Um, 
that was his general plan. Uh, so no, I don't think he'd be he'd be with us now anyway. And uh, you know that was the haste for the media outlets to get it out. I think. Uh, Heels, let's look forward to tonight's crucial game for Australia in the T20 World Cup in Perth, nine o'clock Queensland time, ten o'clock uh, daylight savings time. There are reports around that Adam Zampa is in extreme doubt for tonight's must-win game. Uh, he's got COVID-like symptoms. Now, uh, the World Cup rules dictate that COVID-positive players are allowed to play, but it's up to the individual country and also the player. Geez, if he's out, that's a big loss for the Aussies. Yeah, it is a it is a big loss. Um, and, you know, this, this Aussie team's uh, good enough to cope with that loss. Uh, but it... It probably, yeah, probably would have helped him. But bowling at Perth, you can cover a spin with either Ashton Agar or um, you know another quick that can that can do a job. And remember, we didn't bowl Glenn Maxwell on Saturday night, so there's a bit up their sleeve just yet. So uh, yeah, it, it's a loss because he's such a consistent performer and a, and a great part of that team. But uh, it, it's coverable. Um, oh, I would say what a. What a hard one, eh? Go, go to Perth, all the way to Perth and, and get COVID or something like that and then have to fly all the way home again. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. yeah, they need to be careful there. Uh, Hills, you're of the opinion that Australia should bat first tonight and get some huge runs on the board? Yeah, this is risky, isn't it? You have to do what you want to do, right? So they have to be very clear on the way they're going to play this game. The, in my mind, the best way to get a net run rate, a uh, real reversal on, on how you lost the net run rate the other night is to bat first and make 200. Then get them out for 100, 120 and bowl really well. So uh, that, that'll that get us back up winning, plus the net run rate looking much healthier than it is now. So that's what I think. They haven't been doing that, as everyone knows. They've They've found a lot of comfort in chasing totals down. But can you chase fast enough? If you get Sri Lanka out for 120, you're going to have to get that 120 very quickly. And that's where maybe Tim David comes into it. I might open the batting with him and give him a licence. Not that he ever has anything but the licence. And really explode right from the word go. No no time in that case, Jace, for Finchie to play the anchor role, mate. Mm. He's got to get on with it. So mm. Finchie and Tim David to go chasing a total if Sri Lanka bat first. A bit like Quentin de Kock trying to chase that uh, Zimbabwe total overnight with the rain. Now, I'm getting a lot of fans here, a lot of support here, Heels. Where, which side of the fence do you sit in? I think he's the man that can stabilise in innings when they start capitulating, like against New Zealand. Steve Smith, T20, yes, no? Yes, uh, not tonight, not tonight. Um, the reason why... I'm, gi- I'm giving him. Uh, I'm giving this team two games of uh, of getting this right, uh, but uh, so, and they're good enough to get it right. Let, let, let's be honest. Um, they're good enough to do that. But I think, and then I'm, I'm judging Finchie tonight. Oh, if he fails, I think we've got to swap. Um, so, but at some place, you know, in this tournament, I think we like we need Steve Smith. And some nights you don't bat him. You know, but if you are two for twenty or three for thirty, he bats. But if we're none for none for fifty, he slides, and we put the weapons in. Mm. Right, I'm looking forward to this game. It's going to be a late night for you for your breakfast show tomorrow, Hills. Of course, Patton Hills uh, on SCNQ every morning for breakfast. You'll be all right, mate. You'll be you'll be able to get through it. 
Oh, probably not, mate, but, you know, I'm a tough <laughs> tough little performer. Um, no, I've just just arrived at Allen Waterfield. I, I can't get a park. I'm driving around the car park. What? You'd have your um, own so, car park so there, there, must there, be a decent crowd in there. You're the chairman. Yeah, I don't, mate. I, well, not that I know of. Maybe I do. <laughs> um, but, but they lock these grounds out. They they lock it out. To, oh, any, anyway, it's um, would, hard to get into, which is not a bad sign. How would AB react not having a park at his own oval, do you think? <laughs> oh, Oh, imagine the teapot, both hands on the hips, you know. So, so uh, yeah, no, it's it's going to be a good night tonight, you blokes, out here at Allen Border Field, but also in Perth, as you say. Uh, the Sri Lankans are pretty cocky, actually. They, they reckon they're, they're more confident than Australia. So let's have a little piece of that, fellas. Um, right. I think they, they could be uh, copying an onslaught. Well, Brett on the text line is saying he's having a little piece of it. He's saying Sri Lanka into Mitch Marsh most runs for Australia. We don't want that, though. We well, don't want what, Sri Lanka to win. No, that's what he's been. Because, mate, we're no chance. I don't think we're any chance yeah. against the Poms on Friday night. We've got to win you this can't game. can't say that. Well, yeah. Yes, we are. Well, we, you know, tonight is a win-well game. You've got to win it and win it well. Friday night against England is just a win game. You've just got to win it any, any way possible. And then your next games, you win well again to get that net run rate right up where it needs to be in case there's washouts and... And real, real trouble on the ladder. All right, mate. Uh, we're going to let you go. Sydney Thunder women are one for 36 after five overs, and that game is at Allen Borderfield. Expecting Ooh. a good crowd there tonight, Hill, so I hope it's a good game, and I hope the heat get up for you. Yeah, good call, Jase. See you, mate. See you, boys. Bye-bye. There you go, Ian Healy, one of the greats of the game, and you can hear him every morning <laughs> Alan on Alan Border, SNQ. the teapot, <laughs> both hands on hips. I love that. What about the Justin Langer comments? What about Justin Langer told him not to resign? Mm. Yeah. I haven't heard that before, mm. unless I've missed that somewhere. But anyway, there you go, Ian Healy, uh, tomorrow morning from 6 with Pat Welsh on SENQ 693am in Brisbane for our Queensland listeners. We better get to a break. This is Sports Day for the Kia Sportage. It's been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Australia's Most Wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage, Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. We'll be back soon. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. How does Ian... Oh, welcome back to the show. How does Ian Healy not have a parking spot at Alan Borderfield. I think Alan Border organised that, that yeah. he doesn't have one. Does Alan Border have one? Mm. Imagine that. Alan Border pulls up at the gate, says, uh, I'd like to park in my parking Parking attendant who's volunteering his time. Yeah, he says, I'm sorry you don't have one. And then all of a sudden, Alan Border starts carrying on like he did to Craig McDermott, going, hey, come here. Come here. You. You. <laughs> Get here. Imagine that. We've <laughs> got to fix that. Ian Healy should. He like... scares me, Alan Border. Oh, does he? Yeah, whenever I'm in his presence. He scares me. He's got that aura about him. Well, I know he listens to SCN, so I love him. Mm. I think he's fantastic. But you know what? He, Do you remember his nickname? Captain Grumpy. No, his actual nickname. AB? Listeners. <laughs> his actual nickname, Alan Borders, actually, not AB, not Captain Grumpy. So 0457 no. <laughs> and that was funny. That, that. was very funny from yeah. Ian Healy. Radio, uh, some NRL news for you uh, at the moment. Go to ICanWin.com.au to win yourself a Ziggy by Ziggler and Brown Barbecue this summer. These are great. I guarantee your looks will improve by 70% 
If you got yourself some tongs, flipping some sausages with one of these ears. Apron, no clothes on. One of those aprons with the boobs yeah. as well. You could do that. Well, sexist. But anyway. Why would, hang on. Wait. You just said our, our listeners nude. You know, do you want to see Danger nude with him turning sausages well, on Well, hang on a second. You created a segment where he's in the bathtub. Yeah. We haven't done that for a while, have mm. we? Uh, anyway, where was I? Oh, for your chance to win this, Ziggy, wonderful barbecues they are from Ziggler and Brown. Um, go to ICanWin.com.au for your chance to win. Radio, NRL update. Cronulla Sharks legend Andrew Fafida. Yeah, he's retired. Decided to retire. and He's had seven surgeries. Of course, that surgery he had to have. What? A couple of seasons when at Redcliffe when he was on the sideline, couldn't breathe. They had to rush him to hospital. A lot of concerns for him, but even though he had a couple of clubs that were interested in him, he's decided to pull the pin. And I'm glad he has as well because uh, he's been a tremendous tremendous servant to the game. And, um, of course, yeah, he's going to be renowned, known for a lot of things, a very good play, a little bit different the way he played as a normal front row because he's a lot more mobile and he had a good agility for a big man. He didn't just... He didn't didn't hit the ball through the middle of the guts. He, he used his his footwork and his speed a little bit to try and upset the defence. And uh, when he had a really purple patch of his career there, he was, he was unstoppable, one of the best front rowers in the world at that stage. But he's always going to be remembered, of course, for Cronulla's first premiership in 2016. So here's Ennis now. Fafita tries to crash his way over. He does. Fafita got the ball over the line. Michael Ennis and Ben Barber. Celebrate! They Mike. saw what I saw. I've got try. We Confirm all saw what you saw. Anyone else, Fafita's got it on the ground. Yeah, nice. Who could forget that, eh? That big Fafita. He was, and he had he had a lot of work to do when he got that ball off McInnes. Um, he threw him into heavy traffic, McInnes, but he was able to twist and turn himself. Uh, and I, I was talking to a really good mate of mine, Luke Lewis, who played at Cronulla and Brucing here a little bit, and all, I, you know. Without knowing Andrew Fafita, I remember talking to him once, Luke Lewis, and saying, "What's Andrew Fafita like as a as a teammate?" Because you get these perceptions about players without even knowing them. I said, "What's he like?" And Luke Lewis said to me, "He is one of the most he's one of the kindest, most giving teammates you'll ever meet. He's always there for his teammates, always stick up for his his friends. He's as loyal as they come." Mm. He said, "We would have players that arrive at Cronulla who are on a train and trial." Basically didn't have any accommodation. It wasn't ready. And Andrew Fafita would just say, come on, follow me. Just put them up in a spare bed and it doesn't matter how long they stayed there, just always made them feel welcome. That's a sign of a really good teammate. So, Andrew Fafita, I tip my lid to you because you've been a tremendous servant of the game. Nicely said, Sats. 0457 736 736 is our text number. A few texts coming through with AB's other nickname. Oh, it's gone. It's gone rampant. The first person to text in was Brad from Redhead mm-hmm. and also landing in 104. Ending in, this is Muzz as well. Uh, Russell Rabideau Hanson, uh, Steve from Dubbo, Brett as well. Brad from Redhead, you were first. Pugsley. There you go. Yeah. Pugsley. And, and actually, Steve from Dubbo makes no, a really good point to. here. you don't need to, I'm mate. surprised the fourth best commentator didn't know that. Well, I'm not, I'm not the fourth greatest commentator. Or journalist. Thank you. Uh, Craig from Maitland says, don't expect anything from Cricket Australia. Won't find any courage there in relation to the claims from Tim Payne for his book. A lot of stuff uh, going off. A lot of text messages. Hey, Sats and Woogie, when Australian cricket was at its lowest ebb, who was there to pick up the pieces and salvage pride? 
in the baggy green, Tim Payne. He took on the hardest job in Australian sport at the time and rebuilt the credibility and reputation of the brand of Cricket Australia, not only nationally but on the world stage. One can't help but think he was made a scapegoat with his personal life being brought into question, which ended up being the catalyst for him stepping down. The way Cricket Australia handled his removal was petulance and unprofessional. Payne deserved more respect for being the beacon during cricket's darkest period. He'd still be my captain. That was that was amazing, the, the revelation then from... And I'm like you, I hadn't heard it before either, that Ian Healy saying that, that Tim Payne was advised by Justin Lang and saying, don't stand down. You don't have to stand down. We're not getting that... He's not getting that vibe. Uh, Steve at Raymond Terrace says, G'day, boys. It's not surprising how Cricket Australia's handled this issue with Tim Payne. They've had a long history of being gutless cowards. Cast your memory back to the way they handled the Andrew Simons Harbhajan Singh fiasco. Mm. They rolled over under pressure from the Indian cricket and threw Simons under the bus. Not much has changed. It's a good text, Steve. Good text. Uh, Brad from Redhead, who's been quick on the text tonight, says, uh, hashtag, I stand with toaster salesman. Yeah, what did you say about the toaster salesman? I made salesman? it. I said, it's not as if Tim Payne, his role wasn't that of a salesman selling toasters. He was the Australian cricket captain. So now there's some empathy out there for the toaster salesman, who I can understand they got fired by a consultant, but not the Australian cricket captain. Um, we've got another text here. and Put your names on them. It's... Uh, Number finishes in 873. He'd probably be captain, boys. But I still believe as soon as Smith's done his time, he should have been captain again. Faf Duplessis has been done for actually using a mint to shine the ball. He Smith did didn't even do anything and got sacked. Payne should be in the team, not captain, however. Never seen that leadership in him. Don't think Cum- Cummins is captain material either. That's Black Stump Hill. Yeah, mm. sorry. Uh, and I agree. I, I don't see I, – I do not see Pat Cummins as a leader. I do not see it. Well, it'll come with results. And it'll come under circumstances where Australia need a leader. And after a couple after Saturday night, they need someone to stand up now. And we're expecting the batters to do that. And when the batters can't do that, well, the bowler's got to do it. And one of the leaders or the leader is a is our key bowler. And Black Stumpy also went on to add, he said, and yes, Faf Duplessis was reinstated as captain after all of his ball-tampering incidents. Mm. Yeah. Lots of texts coming through. Keep them coming. 0457 736 736. A lot of support, but there's also some texts uh, not supporting Tim Payne as as a leader. You were reading one to me off, off the air sats, and I thought that was really interesting about, what about the pressure playing India. Yeah, what about – well, um, we've got one here saying, what about Tim Payne coming out with a book? He's using – Sandpaper situation to sell his book. He's quoted in saying, everyone was too to, to blame. No, mate. The leaders were to blame. Bancroft ruined his career. He was 22 when they talked him into it. His career is over for Australia. Tim, you should have just not sent these photo, those photos now to be bitter and try um, try bring this dark day back and throw kids under the bus. Very wrong. Boys from the bridge. Uh, yeah, but you were talking about um, when they played against India. And Arvo boys, this is from Will from Randwick. How do you think Tim Payne was received when his captain, the way he carried on in the SCG test against India a couple of years ago, a captain, he sets an example to the rest of the team in, the, in sportsmanship, but he went the other way and abused the Indians nonstop. He did apologise for his actions, but not a good enough for an Aussie captain. Yeah, I agree with that. That wasn't that, – I wouldn't say not good enough to be an Aussie captain. I think um, there have been some other circumstances on the field where other, other captains have just lost the plot, but – 
Yeah, he shouldn't have lost his cool like that. Going back to the previous text, though, maybe the reason he's putting out the book is to get his side across. And if he can make some money, good on him. What? Because no doubt it's cost him dearly financially. God, absolutely. So good on him for doing that. He apparently, in an extract I've seen from the book, was that he asked for a report of the findings and the investigation and, and wasn't given one. Mm. You know, so maybe this is his chance to finally get his story out there and 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 put accept the record straight. Now he's not looking for forgiveness. He's not trying to play a bleeding heart. I think this is part of the process. I think this is part of the whole cleansing process. Guys, there isn't actually a toaster salesman. I just want to get that clear. I was just using that as a bad example. <laughs> Brett's just text through the toaster salesman got burnt. Quite ironic, radio. Break time. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Gary Belcher back uh, on the show tomorrow night from holidays. Uh, Badge and Sats together for a couple of nights. Then Sats takes uh, a week off just to sit at home and stare at the walls. That's going to be an exciting holiday for you, Sats. Well done. (laughs) Hey, what about this breaking news this afternoon? Former St. George Illawarra coach Nathan Brown has emerged as the prime candidate to take over from Shane Flanagan's head of recruitment role, the Dragons. It comes after Flanagan was offered one of Anthony Seabold's assistant coaching positions at Manly. Now, uh, Seabold, it's not confirmed whether he is the head coach at Manly, but he's already got Flanagan going there. Brownie going back to the Dragons? What do you think? Shane Flanagan at the Dragons is head of or part of recruitment. Yep. Um, Or head of recruitment. Head of recruitment. Uh, so would Nathan Brown be going back there? And maybe that's a role moving forward for Nathan Brown. He was asked to go into Parramatta and, and conduct a, an internal investigation in, in relation to their their pathway programs, their football department, everything involved. Um, maybe that's his role. Now, Daniel from Prairiewood has actually sent a text in about, about that as well, saying that Wallace Brown is on record saying he's done with coaching. If Hook Griffin has moved on by the Dragons in 2023, would Brown be tempted to put his hand up? Hawk's not going anywhere. I tend to think that Nathan Brown would be done with coaching. Now, many say if you're a coach, you're always a coach. His last two his last two clubs he's been at haven't it hasn't worked out right. Yes, he took on a he took on a, a pretty ordinary roster at and at Newcastle and tried, did his best to try and revamp that and it didn't work. And then the Warriors, of course, he was moved on. Um Maybe he's got a little bit of scar tissue, Nathan Brown. Don't know. Maybe some time out of coaching will do him good and maybe another role like recruitment uh, is the way to go. Uh, how would he go with Hook? And would that be Hook's call if he did end up there? Well, if it's involved in the football department, the rugby league department, yeah, it would. So, okay, so the head of recruitment is selected by the coach, not the CEO or the board? Well, it, it's in cons- consultation with the CEO, the general manager of rugby league. There's, there's a lot of people that make decisions around those very important roles. All right, watch this space. I mean, we haven't even got Seabold or Flanagan at Manly yet. Mm. So, I don't know. Apparently, Seabold has been making the phone calls to staff members that are no longer needed. Has he? Why? Nice. All the way from England.
where they're playing rugby. Mm. Yeah, anyway. All right, this is Sports Day. Keep your texts coming through. We'll get to them after the break. 0457 736 736 or call us 1300 01 1170. Uh, when we come back, plenty of news to get through. This is Sports Day for Kia. Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage, Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. We'll be back soon. For Kia, Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage, Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Welcome to it. Second hour of the show. one 1170 is our phone number. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, no, everyone who's texting in about our NFL competition, we're not doing another one. Are right? we not doing another one? No, that was a great prize too, by the way. Thanks to the NFL. NFL Game Pass. That That is an amazing prize. If you love the NFL, it is an amazing prize. It's very good indeed. So, no, we won't be doing another NFL quiz tonight. It's handy too, Jack, producer Jack, if we have a couple of contestants on the phone mm-hmm. that they actually uh, know what happens in the NFL first. That, that would be nice next time if you could work on that. Hey, uh, if you want to send us a text, you can too, 0457 736 736. Thanks to our great mates at McDonald Jones Homes. Their birthday sale is on right now. Coming up, uh, Tuesday, true or false, by the way. It's where we throw out a couple of things and you've got to give us a true or false answer. Actually, there's one here. Hey, Sats, true or false, former St. George winger Mitch Brennan's real name was Mickey Lane. <laughs> no, Mitch Brennan was a great player. He's one of the first players to wear, you know, Graham Langlands was the first one to wear white boots, but Mitch Brennan from memory was probably the second or third player. Tremendous player, Brisbane South and Redcliffe in Brisbane. Then went down and played for the Mighty Bunnies. He was at Canberra as well. Um but no, he was still contracted to South from memory in the mid-70s. And Harry Bath wanted to take him to St. George. And he, he convinced him to play in a trial match. But he played under the name of, of um, Mickey Lane. Mickey Lane. And go. then he was identified. And he, I think he ended, up, he, was fine. he ended up going to St. George in 1978. But yeah, he was fined for playing under a, a false name. That's incredible. That's yeah. a great story. He um, was an amazing player. Tuesday, true or false? Got one for us. 0457 736 736. The Thunder in the WBBL. Two for 85 um, after 11.4 overs. They're going all right, the the Heat girls at Allen Waterfield or Ian Healy's Heat girls because we had him on early. He's so the is he chairman the chairman of the Brisbane Heat? Brisbane Heat. Of both males and females? Yes, yeah, correct. okay. Okay, there you go. Hey, can I read this text? I just want to touch on this from Chef Ryan. Hey, guys. I did tell you I love your show, but you need to redeem yourself if you give any grace to that grub for feeder. Instigated in starting violence at junior rugby league games. Come on, Sats. I thought you were better than that. Got suspended and duly deserved it. I agree with you. Ryan, you, you not, don't have an argument here. You did deserve to be, to be suspended for that. You're losing me, boys. I say good riddance. Come on, Chef Ryan. You don't have to leave. This Jeez, is what, he's fickle, this isn't what he? what the show's about. It's about creating a debate. Uh, he deserved everything he got with that. But I've got to say, I, listening to people who I trust and respect and they talk about how you know, how loyal he is to his teammates, um, I'll judge him on that. And I've, I've never actually met him face-to-face. But um, I've always heard very good reports about him from his teammates. 
Rightio. Uh, 0457 736 736. Keep your text coming through. One here from the Reptile. Um, evening, Shaggers. I think I'm safe from tattoo sats. P.S. Sats, you are the commentator on SEN. What, what, what's know. going on? Is that Reptile? Reptile, yeah. can you give us more, a little bit more clarity? Yeah. Maybe I've forgotten something. My memory's not great these days. I, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Hey, um, watch the T20 Cricket World Cup on KO Sports. I'm loving that. Of course, the Aussies in action tonight. 10 o'clock, uh, daylight savings time. 9 o'clock for our listeners through uh, SENQ in Brisbane and also 1620 on the Gold Coast. Um, there is a report going around that Zampa could be out with COVID. He's got COVID-like symptoms. So is that just another word, another phrase for the flu these Man days? Man flu. Yep. Have you, you, did you end up getting COVID? Yes, I did. It's the w- worst thing I've ever had. Uh, kidney for, stones. Oh, yeah, I haven't had that. My mum said that kidney stones. How do you get stones, those out? Well, you've got to pass them. Are they actually stones? Are they like little stones? Well, you, I had it for about a week. It was the most excruciating pain. My mum said it's worse than childbirth. And for a week, I could feel it round on my back, the kidney stone, and it came round, and then you actually have to urinate it out. Like, is it a massive rock or something? Well, no, it's only a tiny little. It's you can't even hardly see it. And you, when you go to the toilet, you got to. What do are you it talking in, about? The kidney stone or the little stone? Oh. <laughs> and um, you got to do it into a strainer. So when it comes what? out, it's the greatest what? relief when it comes out. But I've got to say, it's the most excruciating pain ever. A lot worse than COVID. What colour is it? What's it look like? Well, it's it's like a little crystal. Is that all it is? Yeah. And sometimes if they're that bad, you've got to go into surgery and get them blasted out. Surely there's like something you can take just to break that down. No. And you have to pass it through your you, willy. You've got to pass it through your willy. <laughs> well, I'm trying to make it G-rated. <laughs> oh. Seriously, I couldn't do that. You it's, can't. You can't. It's do- the most excruciating pain for, for a whole week. Well, how did you get it? Like. It's a lot, diet, lot of time it's, a lot of time it's hereditary as well. Oh, I hope I don't get it. See, my mum and dad used to get them badly. No. Yeah. Geez, you're in a mess. Mm. You 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 you're weeing rocks out um, into strainers. You've got your dodgy knee with your gout. <laughs> well, see, my dad gets gout. Yeah, I get it occasionally. My dad gets too. gout if he eats ham off the, like leg ham, ham off the bone. It's a rich man's disease, they say. Anyway, mm. I don't know how we got onto yeah, this. Exactly. Adam Zampa uh, could be out of the game tonight. That means Ashton Agar may come in. And Hills actually mentioned earlier too that Maxie wasn't used in the last game. So Glenn Maxwell. Can you remember Ashton Agar's first test? 96. Phenomenal. Outstanding. We were in trouble then too. Mm. That Was was that at Lords or Edge Baston? Someone, someone will know. 0457 736 736. I'm sure I'll cop it. Uh, for not knowing that. But, yeah, 96, what an innings. Yeah. What an innings. Um, and we were gone. At least we posted a half-decent score with Ashton Agar. Um, Rooster Bruce from Kalanga is on the phone. Oh, Rooster. Rooster Bruce. Hello, mate. Welcome to Sports Day. Are you first-timer? First-timer, my friend. Oh, good yeah, stuff. Great, show. great stuff. Now, explain to everyone yeah, where, where Kalanga is, mate. Northern, northern suburbs of Brisbane. Absolutely. Up in Queensland. Absolutely. You see yeah. it up there when you drive. Uh, uh, near Burpengary. Yeah. It pain, it, yeah, that's it. It pains me to um, talk to Scott. I'm a 47-year-old Rooster fan. Bad luck. And a Penrith hater from about 2003. You are? <laughs> uh, How did we get a Rooster supporter on the air? How did you let him through? Especially oh, in South Sydney, I man. I'm for you guys. I've got a palm for you. Give right. it to us. Okay, is it clean? 
<laughs> it is. Okay. okay. Get ready. All right. Well, let's go. Right. Get ready for the dump button. Hunt. <laughs> right. Not long at all till the hunt begins. Pre-season all over and done. It's time to switch our minds to go to work rather than to fun. Round one. Just days till we can feast upon the sport of glory. A whole new comp. A whole new year. Another crowning story. Three or four rounds in. Not quite the start. Not the start we had in mind. Then something clicked within the team when their hearts and souls combined. Oh, my God, that's six in a row. Do you dare think you can lead the big race? Then if something received the very next week, reality is slapped in our face. Origins come and origins go. We survive it the best that we can. With all men back strong, we focus our minds. Back into the battle, we charge again. Still on a hunt for a prize top eight finish, just two wins from the next four rounds. Other teams, they do try to claw their way in. Other teams, they just keep pulling down. Final time, a whole new comp, or so I'm led to believe. A time to look inside ourselves, all our courage and strength we retrieve. We've made it. We've done it. Everything is falling our way. 80 minutes left till the end of the dance. All fans as one, we do pray. Thank how, you, boys. Oh, good. that's outstanding. That's our, that's our sports day, Rupert Murdoch. There you go. Rupert Murdoch. Rupert, oh, no, Rupert McCall. McCall. That's, <laughs> that's outstanding. Right. Well, well done. done. And, and isn't Thank it nice boy. to have a nice uh, bloke on the air who's using the word rooster in his name? Mm. Well done, Bruce. Thanks, mate. Well done, buddy. No, no worries, boys. That's Thanks a lot. Call us anytime. Call us anytime. There's Bruce listening through SCNQ in Brizzy. That was nice. Bit nervous. I want Bruce to put one together for um, for I don't know whether he's a cricket fan, Bruce, but put one together for us for the World Cup at the end if Australia win it for Tim Payne. No, we don't know whether he's a Tim Payne fan. Um, uh, four six five. Who's that? That's one of our annoying listeners. Uh, didn't Agar score ninety nine not out? I thought he scored ninety six. I think I think four six five's right. Okay. Oh, what's three Jack, runs? Jack, can you Google that? Oh, I could probably Google now the reptile in relation to the tattoo. Yeah, I bet you a tattoo of Steve Smith won Player of the Tournament. The reptile. I bet you. I remember tattoo. that. Yeah. Okay. He would get a tattoo of Steve Smith won ta- Player of the Tournament. What, which tournament? The T20. But he's not even playing. So. No, but there was a chance he was. Who's getting the tattoo? You. No, he was going to get a tattoo if Steve Smith won player of the tournament. So what are you getting if he doesn't? 98 runs from 101 balls. Okay, so we've got three scores. So 465 yep. is correct. You're wrong. You're the fourth best he, journalist. He said 99 not out. Oh, yeah. He got out. You're wrong, 465. So I'm technically right. At least yep. I uh, 96, 90. At least he got out. Okay, I want to ask this to our uh, to our listeners. Penrith Panthers, they could be set to host the Super League champion St. Helens. The first World Cup challenge um, in two years, 21-22, cancelled, of course. But usually the Australian team goes over to the UK Super League, don't have any games under their belts, or maybe one friendly as they go over. Uh, a lot of the times the English Super League teams have been playing a few games and Australian players really go over there to get their frequent flyers up and, and get beaten, come back with their tails between their legs. So if this is to happen, Penrith look like they will host St. Helens. I love the concept. Now, I want to ask this. It looks like it might be February. If you're not a Panthers fan, listeners, 0457-736-736, would you go and watch it? True or false, Jace? Mm. You're a South fan. Mm. If you're in Sydney... Um, at the time the game's being played in February, you're not away with media, and the game's on, would you go and watch it? No. You wouldn't go and watch it? No. Well, 
It's a long way to go. It, would, would it be at Penrith? Well, that's or would it be at, say, well, if Parramatta? It, if there's a lot of rugby league fans that want to go and watch this game, because it becomes a little bit like Australia versus New Zealand. How? Well, one team's from England. Versus England, I mean. Australia <laughs> versus England. But um, would that mean they'd have to move it to Bankwest? A lot more modern, bigger modern stadium? I think it's Commonwealth. Is it Combank Stadium now? Bankwest? Combank. It is Combank. It used to it? be Bankwest. Yeah. Have I told you the story how Combank bought Bankwest? Did I, they really? Yeah. I think mm. I've told you a badge of this story. Uh, oh, Would no, probably probably not. No. If I mean, obviously, if a Panther supporter, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But as a rugby league fan, haven't seen a lot of rugby league um, for five or six months. If no. you had the chance, would you go? No, I'd rather go out bush to see a, a, like a, the, the Rabbitohs play. Hey, listen, uh, Dr. Fitzy uh, has gotten on the text, 0457 736 736. Drink more water sats. Yeah. Is that what causes it? So you don't drink much well, and that's – I don't want one of these. It's got a little bit of – because it flushes out your kidneys. Water flushes out your kidneys. That's what's so good for you. The St. Boyd said, agree with you, sats. Kidney stones are the worst. Truly, the pain is incredible. And goes for so long. What do you I mean got, so long? How long? How long did it last? I that? got hit by a stingray and it was worse, but only for 24 hours. Uh, a week. I had it for a week. What? It, it, down there? No, so it's in your kidney. So just around sort of above your hip and, and it takes your back. A, it takes a week. Well, it's got to work all the way around in the oh, tubes no. and into your, you know, your passage to, yeah. to disperse it. And you're in pain for that whole week. Yeah, just lived on painkillers, which I don't like doing. So what's worse? And then after that, you can't go to the toilet. Mm. So what's so what's worse, the pain in the kidney or of it, or actually it coming out? No, what? Um, no, it's no, you know. it's actually it's actually a relief when it comes. It's like you let out a really. Oh, so that's nice. A really Do you scream. Yeah, like it's a good scream when you let it out because it's oh, it's finally it's gone. What? Yeah, and then you look in the strainer to see whether you can find this little crystal. Oh, God, this is the worst. Mm. Good I, good poem, poetic gold, Steve Dubbo. I agree. Bruce, that was outstanding. By the way, uh, Ashton Agar, first player to ever score a half century as a number 11 batsman on debut. Number 11? What ground was it? Instead of trying to correct me, kids, mm. what ground was it? I can't, was it Was it Lords? I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to put my neck out there. Uh, text here, by the way, uh, have zero sympathy for Tim Payne. It was pathetic, his nonstop sledge of Rishant Pant. Oh, I thought their I thought their relationship was pretty cool. Remember, remember Pant uh, offered to go and babysit the Payne kids? Remember that? <laughs> like around the, I thought they, I don't know, he gave as good as he got. He was always yapping behind the stumps. Yeah, but I mean, Tim Payne instigated it because Rishant Pant, Pant was so hard to get out. Yeah. That test match, and he's trying to trying to unsettle him, which I've got to say has been going on for a long time in in Australian cricket. Australian cricketers have always been renowned as as pretty handy sledges. Ian Healy was one of the best. Yeah, Rishabh Pant gave it back. Pant gave it back to him. Yeah, but Tim Payne instigated it, and yeah. he got it fed to him. Yeah, yeah. That's Adrian from uh, Rouse Hill. That's our the accountant, right? Treadbridge was it? Yep. There you go. Mm. Radio. Uh, by the, we're, we're still on our T20 World Cup uh, update, thanks to KO Sports, by the way. Uh, as you said, uh, I think you said at the top of the show, or was it off air, South Africa's World Cup hopes have taken a hit with their Group 2 fixture against yeah. Zimbabwe being abandoned last night in Hobart. But they only needed a, what, So there's nine overs because of the rain, and Zimbabwe got about 78, 79. Then Quinton de Kock came out, and for two overs... Um, he blasted about 38, 39 on their way. They would have done it comfortably. 
But then the rain came. There was uh, Zimbabwean players slipping over. So basically, the game just got canned. Yeah, right. Mm. So uh, they need to, to, to get themselves uh, some wins as well. South Africa raced out to 51 and three overs before the rain stopped again for, and the rain eventually caught it off, as you said. Uh, did we talk about the ratings numbers? Yes, you spoke about it in the first hour, but for those that may just... So 397,000 people tune into Australia versus New Zealand on Foxtel alone. So through KO as well, which is great. It actually beats India and Pakistan by 6,000 viewers. The numbers on Fox were so strong, they actually beat out Channel 9's gem coverage of 359,000. Why wasn't this game... Why, and, and by the way, India and Pakistan are globally, 250 million. Thanks for coming. But why why wouldn't Channel 9 on a Saturday on a Saturday night when Australia versus New Zealand, Zealand is on, why wouldn't they put on the main channel? Was it not on no, it was the on main, Gem. It was on Gem, was it? Why wouldn't you put it on main channel on Channel 9? Like we're hosting the the T twenty World Cup. Was there a repeat of the block on or something on Saturday <laughs> Saturday night? Crocodile Dundee, uh, for the eighth time this year, perhaps. I don't know, but why wouldn't you do that? It doesn't make sense, does it? No. Um, Why have the rights to it if you're hiding it on on Gem? Mm. You know what you can do? You can listen to the coverage of the T20 World Cup on SEM. Oh. We have every game what on the SEM. It was outstanding. That coverage, that coverage, the final ball, that delivery mm. has gone worldwide over a million views. It's just gone nuts, everyone. And in fact, the feedback from the Indian cricket team, they said that was the best call they heard on SEN. Of of all the calls that they saw of that last ball of that last ball, mm. and it's gone it's gone bunter worldwide. That, you can't so. use my words. Uh, anyway, find your own words. Download the SCN app, uh, and you can listen to every game of the World Cup, and of course all the Aussie games. Uh, you and the big games, you'll hear them on SCN. In fact, tonight uh, from nine o'clock Queensland time, ten o'clock uh, daylight savings time, we'll have live coverage of Australia versus Sri Lanka. Uh, Rightio, uh, don't risk missing all your team's matches of the T20 World Cup on KO Sports. Keep your texts coming through. Uh, thanks to McDonald Jones birthday sale on now. A couple before we go to the break, Sats. Uh, Rocco, Keith and Chan, some of our favourite text messages. Hi, guys. <laughs> do you think Brad Fittler will be in Josh Adokar's origin team next year? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we've got a lot of uh, a lot of people that are weighing in on, on Tim Payne as well. Uh, let's get to one of those. Where's Tim Payne? Cricket Australia's – it's cricket – Australia's Bob Cooper. Who, who's Bob, now, Bob Cooper? Bob Cooper was a former rugby league player. He was he was ousted by the judiciary. Would have been back in the early 80s. He got like a 15-month, 16-month suspension. He ran into a brawl and he just he cleaned out people. And and the head of the, uh, the judiciary, his name was Jim Comans, he brought down some really heavy suspensions. Steve Lanane, I think, got 15 or 16 weeks for eye-gouging brandy. Um, Les Boyd got a big one. He basically came in with an iron fist. And I remember he used a comment like some, some words to the effect that I want to get rid of these these acts and I'm getting rid of you. Wow. Put him out for 15 months. It was He shouldn't have been suspended for 15 months. It was ridiculous, I thought. Rightio. Uh, keep your text coming through 0457 736 736. Looks like there's been a wicket at Allen Borderfield in the WBBL. The Thunder, I think. And our four far, just waiting for the score to come back up on the screen. We'll see that shortly. That's against the Heat. Uh, definitely wicked. I think they're four for 85 
I think. Anyway, we'll come back with uh, that score for you shortly. Uh, on the way, sports update plus, if you've got a... a um, true or false. True or false for your Tuesday. You all right over there? Yep. Uh, you can shoot us a text as well, 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Yeah, welcome back to it. Uh, Badge back tomorrow night. Looking forward to having uh, the legend back in the studio. Join Robson Civil Projects. Jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. I'll tell you what, the text machine for McDonald Jones Homes is just blowing up tonight. Everyone wants to talk about Tim Payne and kidney stones. Mm. 0457 736 736. I can't believe this, Sats. Kidney stones? Or Tim Payne? Oh, no, the Tim Payne thing I've got, but apparently I've I've never known it. I've never heard people talk about it as the most painful like thing my ever. Mum said, my mum said it's worse than childbirth. So and your was, mum's had them was, as well. And I was 10 ounces. I mean 10 pounds. <laughs> I was 10 pounds, and she said it was worth, worse than childbirth. It is the most excruciating pain and most humiliating when you're standing there over a uh, – a toilet with a strainer in your Why in your the strainer? Why can't you well, just flush the... Because you want to see when you actually pass it. So there's evidence that you've actually passed it. Did you use it. that strainer again, like, for veggies? I, like, did you, like... I can confirm nor deny that. Hey, Sats, this is from the boys from the bridge. What bridge? Uh, why were you pissing into a strainer? Hey, that hey, language. Oi, oi, oh, language. Why were you, you know... In a, well, that seems odd. Did the doctor say that or was it just a fetish? <laughs> he did tell me that. Come to think of it, maybe he was just trying to lead me down the garden path. Uh, You're Paul, washing the vegetables. The most kidney stone, the, the kidney stone pain is the stone travelling from the kidney to the bladder and getting stuck at the entrance. At the entrance of the bladder? At <laughs> the entrance of your... And, oh, after oh. it's in the bladder, it just has to be passed. Sometimes not easy, depending on size. Like how, seriously, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but this, this is all new for me. Well, how big can a kidney stone be? Well, because I can't imagine something coming out of there. Well, it depends how. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. That's got nothing to do with it. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand the the human body. But all I know is it is the worst pain. I would not wish it on. I probably would wish it on my worst enemy. But a lot of other people. I hope. I hope our listeners don't get it. Other than Should, Glenn. <laughs> well, I've got a story about him in a sec. So should we change Tuesday true or false to, to Tuesday medical? Like Tuesday trauma room or something like that, you know what I mean? Well, we've got some listeners actually, actually asking for a, a book segment or, or a... A book club. Book club or a video documentary, like different documentary club as well. Um, Michael from Dremoyne. Hi, boys. I had a kidney stone. Had to have a blast it out with a laser. Get out! And after the op. Had a tube up the old fella for a week. What? Most uncomfortable. A tube? Yeah, so because he can't pass. Oh. And when it's not, when the kidney stone's not coming round, right. they've actually got to go in and, and blast it out with a laser. Just leave it there. You can't, you can't, you just live in excruciating pain. I can't believe this. Yeah. A tube? Yep. Like how big's the tube? Well, it depends. Oh, no. Again. No, it doesn't. I'm not talking about the length of the tube, I'm talking about. <laughs> The thickness of it. Yeah. All right. God. 
Uh, Mark has texted 2020 game started on Gem, then went to nine after news. All right, Mark. Well, I, I thought watching, you would have known that. No, I was watching KO. Best. No, I knew it was starting on. I just thought Journalist. the whole game was going to be on Gem. Mm. I watched it on KO, so I actually didn't uh, switch back. Thanks, Mark, for clearing that up for us. Um, Glenn's Glenn has sent us a text, and he's just rang poor Jack. He's not feeling that well today, and he's putting up with phone calls from Glenn. Telling Jack to tell me to read out his text message. I shan't be calling, reading out your text message. Do you know what? Glenn's called up. Yeah. And it's the first time he's never wanted to go on air. And I wanted to ask him about the new reality show, The Traitor. Is anyone watching that? I watched the first two episodes. Difficult to watch. So what's it about? So basically it's a group of people from diverse backgrounds, uh, industries, whatever it may be. And I saw a dancer on there. Four people are chosen as the traders. So basically, no one else knows. Only the four people know they're the traders. They're infiltrated back into the group, and they vote people out each time. And so, what do the traders do? They just got to lie that they're part of the group, they're the, and they're not the traders. And what is the group doing? Well, just living and doing <laughs> and doing in this big old house, right. and they're doing, um, you know, different. I saw them challenges get, and right, and so what? The last person standing wins. Is that right? So, so can you, a traitor win? You got to be able. To, yeah, you've got to be able to continue to lie and convince people that you're not the traitor or one of the traitors. Right. Yeah. So what happens be, when a traitor gets picked? Is that know. game over? Game over. No, no, it's not. We keep going. There's all four. There's four traitors. So what happens when all four traitors are, are I don't, out? I don't know whether they've thought about that strategy yet. Now, um, I've, the only thing I've seen, I've seen them dressing up like it's a cult. Yeah, that's the four traders. Oh. Yeah. Uh, g'day, Sats, Justin, Jack, and Badger, if you're listening. Will roll me over and tickle my butt with a feather. No, don't read it out. Justin, you're actually making sense tonight. And true, Steve Smith should be in the side tonight. That's Glenn, the fifth leading commentator, has said that about you, that you actually make sense. Do you want to talk sense. to him? Do you want to talk to him? Yeah, put him on. I can't. I can't talk to him. Well, you put him no. on. I'll talk to him. All right, here we go. Hey, Glenn, how are you? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm really well. Have you watched The Trader? Yeah, mate. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, worst reality show on TV, mate. Mm. Seems to be the uh, seems to be the the thoughts of many. Um, yeah. No, give me give me married at first sight. Uh, oh, what about the new one that's coming called else? My Mum, Your Dad? That looks. I like a good reckon one. that's going to be. Absolutely sensational. I think it'll be great. I'm looking forward to that one. Yep. Mm. All right. Thanks. So that's one of the. Sorry. Yes, that's one to know what I thought of. Um, yep. That stupid show. So I'll, I'll let him know. Thank you. Good stuff. You All are. Right. Thanks, Glenn. I think Glenn thought he was talking to Jack then because he said, "I'll let him know." Yeah. Mm. Yep. Hey. Um. Here's a good question from Jace. Evening, lads. Satch, your pass was a spiral around the corner or a cutout? What's that? In the... With the passing the stone. Oh, the pass. Rugged. It was a... Um, All right. It was a spiral. Okay. We'll leave passing that. the stone. We'll leave that now. Uh, what were we up to? Oh, Australian heavyweight Justice Hooney uh, was forced to call a premature end to his American training camp. Yes. Yeah, he's been over there training with a guy by the name of Justin Fortune, who's a former Australian fighter and now a world... Tell him that justice is waiting for him. (laughs) He's waiting for you. Okay, Justin, thank 
Thank you. Bye, so bye. Justice Hooney's been over there with Justin Fortune, former, like I said, former Australian boxer, world renowned in conditioning, uh, strength and conditioning in the in the fight game. He he's trained Manny Pacquiao, Mike Tyson, uh, James lights out Tony, and he spent some time with Justice Hooney. Yeah, but he's actually had, he's coming home to fight next week uh, against Kiki Latelli in Brisbane. And he's actually broke the ribs of two of his sparring partners. So his sparring sessions had to be called caught short. So um, he is in line, Justice Hooney, to fight another Australian by the name of Dempsey McKeon, who it's a fight that sort of, if you're a boxing fan, a lot of people are looking forward to. Rightio, looking mm. forward to that. What else is making? Uh, Nepal Australia, they're breathing a sigh of relief after losing $15 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've kept their sponsor, Origin Energy. Now... Yes, Oprah. What? So one of the reasons behind the whole Hancock prospecting was, yes. client, was apart from uh, Lang's comments back in 1984, again, which we've said it was disgusting, but the other thing was uh, being sponsored by companies, you know, and, and concerns about the environment and climate change. But Origin Energy is now staying on as a sponsor as well. Mm. So I don't know about you. I'm scratching my head. Maybe re- they've realised... This went as this went a little bit further than we anticipated, and we can't rock the boat anymore. We need to really appreciate the support we're getting. Yeah, I mean, because like we said, the, the the pool of commercial partners is very small, um, especially for women's sport. A lot of women's sport, it's it's really difficult to get major sponsorship that allows players to to one day one day be full time. So. Hmm. Yep. I don't. I don't understand it. I mean, cricket Australia will be fine. Yep, they'll find someone willing to throw up. You know, ten million bucks a year. They'll yep. be, they'll be fine. They'll be. But netball Australia, how do you recover from losing fifteen million? I tell you what. Well, the, they're in debt also through COVID. Through four four million dollars, and yep. the, and the lady in charge of netball in WA, she's not happy. Mm. Not happy at all. It's so not, it's, like we said, it's not about the. It's not about the the elite players. It's about the money that. Absolutely. You'd like to think dribbles down to to grassroots and club netball. Yeah. Well, Gina Reinhardt has pulled her support of WA netball as well in yeah. her own home state. So now I uh, I asked earlier on you, Jace, that if the Penrith Panthers were hosting St Helens and as a non Penrith fan, would you go and watch it? Uh, hey, Sats and the other guy. Uh, this is David in Glenmore Park. I used to live in Glenmore Park, Bujan Street. It was. How old um, were you then? When I was playing at Penrith. Oh, nice. Mm. Uh, I would go and watch the World Club Challenge if it was in Sydney. I think it would be play- – I should. I think it should be played Magic Round and Penrith have the bye. I know it would be hard as it wouldn't fit in with the English Rugby League season. David and Glenmore Park. Yeah, it wouldn't work, but it's a good idea. Yeah, but what's going to happen with that Magic Round bye? I like has, – has your mate actually thought about it? Rugby League. I think the team that is running first leading into the Magic Round gets the bye. Right. Have a rest. But don't you want to see the best teams there? That let's say it's Penrith or the Storm or whoever. Who's... Well, then again, yeah. If it's a, just say it's one of the heavily supported sides, like a Bunnies, mm-hmm. you don't want them having the buy. So forget I. So said should that. it be the team coming last, or should it be the? We can't have the Dolphins miss out either. No. Who came last this year? West Tigers. West well, Tigers. So they should miss out. I'll be happy with that. And they just get the buy that weekend. Mm. I know. I suppose West Tigers fans wouldn't. Support that. But anyway, 0457 736 736. Have you got a, a suggestion, Re uh, Magic Round, and who gets to buy next year? Do you want one more? 
about kidney stones. Yeah. Yeah. Boyd says, uh, guys, mine was like a match head, but very jagged. That's a perfect, perfect way to so is describe that, it. So it's only that big. Okay. Yep. And jagged. Oh. Jagged little pill. Uh, I heard it hit the toilet bowl. No. Yep. No. Truly the worst. But he said it was weird at the same time. Is that right? He said, I got excited at the same time. Okay. No, he didn't say that at all. All right. Yep. Um, we're going to go to a break. Oh, by the way, um, after Ross Lyon was announced the St Kilda coach, yep. after not being there, what was about, it was a lot of years, uh, another legend is returning to the Saints. Robert Harvey has become the second figure in as many days to announce a homecoming to Moorabbin, joining Ross Lyon as an assistant coach. Jesus, good player. Robert Harvey. Was. Outstanding midfielder. Most amount of matches for St Kilda, hasn't he? Yeah, number 35 Harvey. he yeah. was. Yep. All right, 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. This is Sports Day. When we come back Tuesday, true or false? Australia's Most Wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage. Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. For Kia, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. Yeah, Tuesday, true or false time. Badge back tomorrow night as well for expert car service. Book into your local Repco authorised service centre. Looking forward to Badge being back. Uh, if you've got a true or false for us, 0457 736 736 is our text number. Or call us, 1300 01 1170. I've got one for you uh, straight off the bat. Yep. Sats. Cricket Australia will come clean on the Tim Payne axing. What I mean by that is give a bit of narrative. So Tim Payne's had his say. Will they come out and make some comments about it and why they axed him after they cleared him? Can we expect that from Cricket Australia? If they do, they'll fold to public pressure because my advice would be that you wouldn't address it. But I'm going to say true. I think they will. I think they've got to try and save face and they will. Do you think they will? I don't know. I, do, I honestly don't know. I mean, they caved to pressure from the newspaper that was releasing the story. Mm-hmm. So I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, will we be, here's the other thing then, true or false, will we be talking about Tim Payne's book come Thursday or will it be gone and they'll just... False. We'll still be talking about it? No, we won't be. Okay. I don't think we will be. So you think it's a one-day hit, two-day hit? I think they've, obviously, the the extracts that we've read over the last 10 or 11 hours, um, yeah, we'll draw a lot of people to the book, but I think we've seen probably the the best of what's going to come out of the book. I mean, a lot of it will be about, I think, the ashes and, and restoring, you know, pride back into the Australian baggy green, and that's great to read. We won't be talking about that because we we read a lot of autobiographies about the, the history of the players and, and what they went through as a player. But it's the juicy bits that everyone wants to talk about. I mean, that's yeah. that's what everyone that's what our our learned listeners have been um, have been commenting about tonight. So will we be talking about it like we are now? No, I don't think we will be. I think we've seen some of the most explosive statements out of it. Well, I've bought mine tonight. Yep. I'm hoping I get it by the weekend. And um, I'll be able to read it all over the weekend. I'm looking forward to reading it. I really am. Okay, true or false? And then I'm going to use one of the listeners' texts here, 829. 
Penrith playing whoever it is from England, that's St. Helens, should they use the same team that won the grand final, true or false? Oh, that's a good question. Well, they can't. After, no, false. Because half the players are at different clubs. Yeah, Kikau's gone. And could you imagine the Bulldogs who have Kuroi picked up a few? Yeah, do you imagine them? Well, I wasn't allowed to play in, when we when we went to play Bradford, and I'd gone to the West Tigers. You were given the all clear, though, weren't you? Well, I was, but I... You chose not to. I chose not to, as much as I would have liked to. Tim Sheens had said it was no, is okay, but I didn't think it was the right thing. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I don't think they should be allowed to play. Okay. Yep. One last one before we go to a break. Uh, Sats, badge will return tomorrow, tanned. And carrying extra kilos. Now, you mean of body fat. Yep. Right. False. I reckon he... He'll be tanned, but he's very conscientious about what he eats, isn't he? He's very, very boring what he eats, Bad. Oh, he eats a muffin every arvo. Yeah, true. That's he's... probably his cheap meal. Yeah. Mm. I reckon he would have loaded up on nussy and mia goring. <laughs> Did you say mia goring? Yeah, it's good mia goring. Isn't it mia goring? Oh, no, mia it's goring. mia goring. Oh, mia goring was a girl that I went to school with. Oh, <laughs> Bad joke. Uh, have you got any more true or falses for us uh, for Tuesday's true or false? Send them through. Uh, 0457 736 736. Uh, get them on the text. Thanks to McDonald Jones. Birthday sale. Now on. Break time. When we come back, uh, our last blast. Uh, of course, you've got your uh, last laugh. And has Jack got any soccer stuff for us? Hope not. I'm just having a look. Maybe it's soccer free tonight. Uh, we'll find out next here on Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. Australia's most wanted. The Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. This is Sports Day with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, thanks for your text. Uh, we've got another one here. Thanks to McDonald Jones Homes and their birthday sale on now, Sats. You've mm. had a lot of – he's texted a few times, this person tonight. Yeah, 465. Sats, uh, have you got an opinion on Hayeli Finau from the Storm System and also his brother Sione as well uh, as well of Nick uh, Louis-Torso? They've signed um, contracts in Sydney and Hayeli Finau, very good hooker, very, okay. very good hooker. And Nick Louis Torso, he's plays like a Moses Leota style front rower. Okay. Really good player. Couple of more here for you. Hey boys, what's the colour of a kidney stone? I'd love oh, it. Oh, it's a little bit they're a little bit that's from two eight two. They're a little bit like they're like a brown little rock or like a yellowy sort of crystal sort of looking. Oh. Mm. Uh got a text. What my wife's ringing me. Does she not know you're on? We have a radio show. What's, you got her, what's her name that? as? Yeah, Princess. Princess. That's nice. She's the princess, mate. She's got, well, she's moving she's into She's got the, you a Shrek. She's, <laughs> <laughs> she's moving into the Queen, the Queen's mother age group. So, hey, guys, Ben McDermott is another good cricketer that should be playing more white ball cricket for Australia. You've Josh been Philippo, that, haven't you? Yeah, is another good player. Both were stars in the Big Bash. Spotty Gav, I cannot agree with you anymore. I, it's, it's almost like the Australian selectors have ignored the form <laughs> from the Big Bash when they selected their T20 um, the team for the for the World Cup. I totally agree with that. Uh, and one other one, Toronto Rod, uh, ahead of tonight's game, why didn't they start the game tonight earlier, 10 p.m.? Too late, should start at 8 o'clock, I guess, which uh, which is 6 o'clock, WA. So I guess they just wanted to have it at that time. 
uh, to try and get uh, as many locals there and localise in Perth. Fair enough. I, I can see that. Mate, you can start Toronto, Rod. Lay off the juice. You'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> we've got a text here from Steve from Dubbo. No, please, Jack, no soccer tonight. Steve, get lost. I've invited Jack in because the, the FIFA Women's World Cup tickets went on sale in Australia New Zealand today, right? Yeah, so there's different phases. Let's be clear. So there was a previous phase where you could buy multi-game passes, you know, like if you just wanted all the games at one stadium. That finished up a couple of weeks ago. And now single-day passes for individual games was released today uh, as a bit of a pre-sale for visa holders. Uh, and then from next Tuesday, they become available for anyone. Uh, but, yeah, it was good. Right, so you tried to buy tickets for what game? I tried to buy a bunch for the ones up in Brisbane. So I, it was a right. Australia versus Nigeria, Nigeria versus Ireland, a, a bunch of others. Do you want me to tell you? You're gonna get no, 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 no. Yeah, that's enough. So was, uh, is yeah. the Australia Island one sold out, or that that'd be a massive yeah, so game? So Australia Island, that's the opener in Australia. Uh, I think the first game is actually in New Zealand, just a few hours before. But the first game in Australia is uh, Ireland versus. Uh, versus Australia. And yeah, I basically, I went on at 11 and it took me about half an hour to get into the lobby. It was that packed. And then when I got in immediately, it had it at an orange level saying um, low tickets availability. Okay. So yeah, it sold very well. And that was, right. it's going to be at uh, Allianz. Yep. Yep. The new one. They're still calling it Allianz? Is it Allianz or Alliance? No, Allianz. It is too. Yeah, yeah Allianz, it is. still yeah. calling it Allianz. That's Sydney Football Stadium. Yeah. 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 The new one. Oh, that'll be nice. I been there yet. Haven't you? No. Really? Badge has been there? Yeah. Wow. The one time the Badge travelled this year, we got to go to Allianz. Oh, really? Filthy about that. Hey. <laughs> Rightio. Uh, very quickly, Champions League tomorrow. Who's playing of note? I don't know. Oh. I know that. <laughs> Sorry. This is my one job and I've failed horribly. But I know that Liverpool are playing against Ajax on Thursday morning. So... Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. I, uh, Ajax. Ajax, spray and wipe. Tomorrow, you've got <laughs> Chelsea versus Salzburg. That's a good one. PSG versus Maccabi Haifa. Man City versus Dortmund. That could be interesting because uh, Haaland will be playing against his old team, uh, Borussia Dortmund. So, Man right. City, that'll be great. When's this tournament finished? This Champions League seems to go forever. When it finishes? Yeah. About next June, I think. What? Yeah, roughly next June. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Really? It's a long, long tournament. Yeah, yeah. We well, play was... games every week up until June. Do they have a no, break? No, not every week. So this is happening in the uh, every like third week. Oh, but they'll take four week. weeks off for the World Cup, right? Yeah, World mm. Cup. But yeah, no, this happens usually every three weeks. It's very intense. But that's why you, like, it's so very ridiculous when you get to the awards the end of either a Premier League season or a Champions League season. You have to have such a big squad to be playing I'm sorry, so Jack. Often. I'm sorry, mate. I, I love you. I, I really do. I think you're a yeah. great, uh, great addition to the show. But why is it intense? How's a How's a tournament intense? No, but if you've got one team that's supposed to be playing across four different competitions, how big are these the tents that they play in? <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Is that that's the last not... laugh? Is that it? We're done. <laughs> Should we just go home now? No, we're not going to rob our listeners. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. Steve said, "Wake me up when Jack's finished." Wake up, mate. Yeah. Actually, a mate of mine's having problems finding a, a, a girl, a girlfriend. And so he asked Siri. Is this Siri, Jack? No. So he asked Siri. He said, Siri, why am I so bad with women? And she said, I'm Alexi, you moron. <laughs> oh, come on, Jack. <laughs> That's uh, good, isn't it, Jack? Uh, yeah. All right, we'll give it a we're going to go. Uh, looking forward to the Aussies and Sri Lanka. Catch all the action on the SEN app or your local SEN station tonight. 
Um, go the Aussies. I, I'm not going for them anymore, am I? Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night, by the way, with Batch. See you then. See ya. Bye. Goodbye. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.